Are you still trying to learn the balance of taking care of self and serving others? What about wanting to grow from being surfacey to vulnerable? Well, this is a podcast that will focus on trying to answer these two questions. I'm Melody, host of Mind Your Own Podcast, where I talk about my life as a single Christian woman and how I'm learning the balance of taking care of self and serving others, growing in vulnerability, and seeking God's love. So turn up the volume and let's get into today's discussion. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your girl, Melody, and I'm back at it with another episode. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Yeah. So, I'm excited about this second installment of the Dating Series to kick off this second season. Um, yeah, guys, this is this is fun for me. Just to be able to talk about just... Where I've been these past almost three years as a single woman in Christ, learning about myself, healing, you know, loving myself. I think I said that. I don't know. But anyways, yeah, it's been an adventure for the most part. So I was going to title this episode, I'm Not Getting Married, just for some clickbait. Because I know my friends, and they know me, and I am an extremist. And so I'm either zero or 100. There's no in-between. And so, like, when I'm emotional, it's there's some illogical thinking that happens at first. And then once I'm able to express my thoughts, uh, my friends help me to be more logical in my decisions. Thank God for my friends. I appreciate each and every one of you from the bottom of me heart. But yeah, so instead I titled this While Waiting um, because I think a lot of times people feel like singleness is just this waiting stage and you're just kind of in between the whole I just got out of college and, you know, desiring to enter into marriage and building a family. And so you really don't know how long this singleness period is going to last. And then at some points when you feel like God is not moving as fast as you think he should, you take matters into your own hands and then you end up in some not so good relationships, but then you try to hold on to the title for the sake of having somebody and yada, yada, yada. Trademark by Christina Maldonado. Yes, um, she has me saying that too much now. But anywho, um, so let's go ahead and dive into this discussion. I'm excited to open up my heart and just things that I've been doing while waiting. So let's do it. So I am feeling like I'm coming to a, a, a space in this life of singleness where I have embraced it, all its flaws, all of its ups and all of its downs, and really trying to be an advocate for labeling the life of singleness as this like time of restoration and focus on whole wholeness and completeness and uh, just really being able to learn how to love yourself, as I was talking about in my last episode, which if you have not checked that out, please do so now. It's some really good nuggets. I listened to it on my way to work this morning, and um, there were some things that really blessed my soul, um, things that I didn't realize that I said 
which sometimes is the case because the Holy Spirit be talking and Mela be quiet. So then I have to go back and listen to what the Holy Spirit say. And then sometimes I just listen back so I can just get better and better at this craft. But anywho, as I digress, like I said earlier, I was going to title this episode, I'm Not Getting Married. But the plot twist, the plot twist, what is a twist? The plot twist was basically is the reasons why I'm getting married over the reasons why I'm not getting married. That didn't make sense at all. For example, like, I'm not getting married solely based on attraction. So I was kind of going to go in depth and more of, like, the things that I, things or why I aspire to be married. I hope that makes sense. But anyways, so that's why I just decided to change the title to While I'm Waiting instead so that could go more in tandem of, like, you know, what am I doing right now in this life of singleness that if when God blesses me, I can't, I'm trying to not, I'm trying to get out of the habit of saying if because if kind of brings on a lot of fear and like this fear of the unknown and just you know when you desire something you want it you're focused on it not to the point where it consumes you and you forget who God is but more so just like still battling and dealing with the things that you have to let go that you've experienced in your past relationships that kind of blindside you uh, from and also make you feel like God's best is not going to happen for you. So instead of saying if, I say when. When God does these things, you know, and not in a sense, when he does this, I can do that. It's like when he does these things, I'll be and not I can. Um, ooh, that's good. When God does this, I'll be, and not I will. Um, that's good, Mella. Jeez. I'm going to have to write that down. Make sure y'all write that down, too. Anyways, I feel like I'm, I'm in here having a whole conversation with myself, but, but basically that's what happens a lot of times because it's just me. <laughs> Anyways, so I was having this conversation uh, with one of my friends, and... He was just expressing to me how bad he wanted to date. Like, he just wanted to date so bad. He's like, I'm tired of being single. I don't like being single. Um, so on and so forth. And so I was just like, you know, I just feel like when you get, like, passionate about something, like, you're you're inclined to try to persuade other people to put on your same mindset. Maybe not in the exact same way, but you're just like, bruh, but what you talking about? Like, what you? this is what you missing out on. You know, like, be grateful, be thankful that you're in this season, you know what I'm saying? Because it's going to determine how you're gonna, you gonna put, you're gonna position yourself for the next one. You feel me? <laughs> oh, gosh, I don't know why I was doing all that. Anyways, <laughs> so, from that conversation, I really started to just go deeper into, like, my why. Like, why am I so focused on really enjoying the single life and really living life to the full? One thing is, is that whatever I learn now, I want to be able to carry over into the next season. And that's why I feel like my first point is pretty much Preparation, preparation, preparation. Preparation is key. It's like, it's almost like that saying where it's like, 
if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. You feel me? So when those things come, it's more of like, where can I pull? I know where I can pull from to get this thing done. Um, so, but I do understand that different seasons does bring on new challenges, things that you uh, may have not, you know, experienced before or have come in contact with until being placed in those different things. But I think one thing, one big thing is that I'm realizing is that in my preparation, I am basically building habits. Um, you know, right now I get time with a bunch of people from many different walks of life who have different backgrounds. You know, they're married, they just got married, they're engaged, they're dating, you know, they've been married before and now they're single. You know, it's a lot of different people that's in my life that pretty much shapes my perspective. And I'm so appreciative of it because like at any given moment, if I'm having a thought or I need another perspective or I need some advice, I have people that I can reach to and talk to about these things. So what does that mean for me? That means that whatever season that God places me in, I know that he's going to give me the friendships needed in order to continue to fight through this life and not fight, you know, for um, as a matter of life and death, but fight to really see who God has called me to be, who he's marked me for, you know, and what he's marked me for in this life, you know, because anything that I desire from God is is only going to serve as an enhancement to what he's already doing, whatever season that he has me in. And so I think that's why I'm so passionate about, you know, sharing with other single men and women alike is that like your single years are going to be some of your best years of your life. And I think this is like such a cliche cliche saying because a lot of people have said it. I've read it in so many different articles. Um, I've read it in, in so many different ways. I've heard it from so many different people. I read it in so many different ways. There's only but so many ways, Bella, that you can read things. Duh. Anyways, so... After a while, those things become cliche because you look at your life and you're like, yeah, they're supposed to be great, but why aren't they? It's because you're not making it that way. Like, there are positive, there are pros and cons in any season of life that you are in, whether you're, you know, single, dating, engaged, married, so on and so forth. There's always pros and cons. But the way that I see it is that, you know, when God blesses me with my man, I'll be prepared. I have the resources that I need. I have the people in my life that has already guided me in this life of singleness that I can cling to in the time when I'm dating and cling to when I'm engaged. Would those circles change? Probably, because my circles have changed so many times just within these past six years of my life. But I think now, because I'm putting on a fresh lens and in God's perspective, it's more of like, you know what, like whatever, wherever God has me, I have everything that I need. I have everything that I need right now. And my focus right now is to heal. My focus right now is to love myself. My focus right now is to lay everything bare before God, leaving everything at his feet, everything at his throne, so that he can reveal in me the, 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 the nasty things, the yucky things, the, the ugliness of my heart, so that I can constantly just be on my knees and on my face before him and just progressively surrendering my heart to him to be molded, to be shaped by him, to be shaped by his word and the person that he's called me to. There's so many different things that I identify with in my past that I don't want to be identified with going into these other seasons. 
So going back to even the conversation that I was having with my friend, basically my challenge for him was to really think about your why. Like, why do you want to date so bad? You know, why do you hate the single life? You know, why Why is it? What are you not connecting to? You know, and, and, and are the things that you're desiring, um, are they going to potentially take the place of who God is trying to be in your life? And um, it's so crazy because this question was asked to me recently, and I think you know, when you find yourself, because you find yourself, sometimes you find yourself in a space because there are moments, you know, in singleness where you're just like, man, you know, I would love to date, um, but I have to constantly assess my why because it's nothing wrong with playing specifics. It's nothing wrong with, you know, praying for people that you take an interest in or that you like and things like that. As long as your motives are healthy, you know, um, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, I think being able to assess your why, especially as you're building a friendship with a person that you're interested in, your feelings are going to start to grow for that person. And you want to make sure that your conversations are pure, that your or the reason why you want to encourage them or you want to talk to them have like pure intentions and that you're not trying to find yourself in a, in a, in a space where you're manipulating the situation to fill a void in your life. And then now you find yourself in a relationship with somebody and they're not healthy for you and you know it, but because you want that good old title, you settle. And that's what Mella is not doing. Mella is not settling for God for less than God's best. Mella is not settling for less than God's best. I want you to actually put your name in that position. Say your name and say whatever your name is is not settling for less than God's best. For anything in life, not even just dating, but your career or whatever, the things that you desire. But for the sake of this series, we're talking about dating, that you will not settle for less than God's best because God has his best for you. He has his best for you. And if we would trust him and cling to his word and cling to his truth in due time. Everything will work together for his good. And I think that right there, just in this moment, that is so real for me. Because even the relationship that I desire is not just for me. It's not just for me to enjoy. It's not just for me to build a life with somebody. It's not just for me to have somebody that I can just really just live out this life with. But it's for his good, for his glory, that our relationship will be a reflection of who he is. That That is the bigger picture that you must see. It's, it's less about the, the desires that you have in regards to just you know, desiring companionship and wanting a significant other and things like that. Like, on a deeper level, it's what type of ministry I want to have with the person that God has designed for me that will bring more glory to his kingdom just as much as he's bringing glory to his kingdom through me right now in this season.
It's like a, it's just like a, a perspective shift, you know. So in that preparation stage, find people that find people that are living the life that you aspire to be in. I can't tell you how many married friends I have because it's a lot. I have a lot of married friends, and I get a lot of time with them. Sometimes it's intentional, sometimes it just happens. But even when I find myself in the spaces with the same people, with the people that I, with the people that are in the stage that I desire to be, ooh, that was a mouthful. I was trying to figure out how to say that. But I ask questions. How do you do this? When you and your husband are going through that, what are some things that, what are some practical things that you do? Because Honestly, it it not only helps me with the person that I'm currently interested in, but it also just helps me with relationships with the opposite opposite sex. Period. Period. Poo. I don't know where that came from. I do know where that came from. My coworker started saying it, and now I just say it from time to time. Every time I hear somebody say period, I have to say poo poo for some reason. But anyways, that's getting off the topic. Um, bringing it back. So yeah, so find people in your ministry or in other ministries or, you know, in your life in general, you know, that are in the stages that you aspire to be in and ask questions, get time with them. You know, they have kids, babysit, you know, and, and you know, maybe when they come back from that date or if it's, especially if it's like earlier in the day, which not much dates happen earlier in the day, but you never know, um, they could be in an opportunity, you know, to get time with them. It's like, how willing, how, like, I'm trying to figure out how to say it. It's like, your willingness gotta, gotta match the desire. It's like, what are you willing to do to see yourself in the spaces that you desire? If you're not doing the work, then why would you expect any result? Like what are you what you're doing now is contributing to what's happening or what's not happening. And I think for me it's just like I think because I am proactive and just getting those times with those people and just spending time in my word and just building new convictions and deeper convictions on convictions that I already have, it's like a waiting game for me, but not a waiting game in the sense like I'm just sitting around here just Oh, I guess he'll bless me when he blesses me. Like, no, I'm out here grinding. I'm out here building. I'm out here, you know, I'm out here. I'm out here doing what's necessary to prepare for the season that I desire to be in so that when I arrive, it's not, oh, my gosh, this is a new place. I guess I'll start now. I said, I guess I'll start to prepare now. Um, yeah. No, that's not what you do, I think even just in the preparation stage, is really striving to be content, period, poo, <laughs> striving to be content, and and having peace no matter the outcome, I think that's big, the two biggest things for me as well, alongside just building relationships is that the same contentment that I have right now, I want to flow over into dating because I don't want to ever feel like anything is not enough. Because once I interpret and believe for myself that God is enough, anything that he places in my life 
is a signifier that he is good. Woo, let me say that again. When I believe and wholeheartedly know that God is enough, anything that he places in my life is a signifier that he is good. I just want to shout really quickly. Let me just, that's my little feet tapping. What? What you say, Mella? Go ahead and bless yourself, girl. What? Whew. Amen. Just give me y'all a few moments to sink, let, let, let that sink in because it's sinking in for me right now as it's coming out of my mouth. Thank you, Holy Spirit. My God, today. <sighs> Anyways, so yes, having that peace as well, you know, because I think alongside with contentment, we can really confuse it for complacency and we find ourselves becoming stagnant and not desiring to change because we're disgruntled or we feel like God is not moving fast enough or, you know, I have to take matters into my own hands and, you know, well, maybe this person is the person for me. So now I'm going to communicate that I like him and now we're in this relationship with one another and, you know, I'm unhappy and, and I'm drained and all these different things. But you know what? I want to be in a relationship, so I'm just going to uh, stay. No, sis, get out. No, bro, go. That's not, that is not what God has destined for you. So I feel like even just <laughs> in seeking contentment and, and, and seeking peace and having peace, you know, the peace that, no matter what is going on around you, even the the storms are raging, things are confusing. You don't even know the right from the left sometimes. But God, but God' word is consistent, and when you're rooted and planted by that, nothing can move you. Yes, you might feel sad sometimes, and may, yes, you may question. You know, God, when is my turn? But you should always bring it back to you know what. God has what's best for me. And I made him Lord of my life not to be in a relationship. I didn't make him Lord of my life to be married. I didn't make him Lord of my life to even have any desire that I have on my heart. I made Jesus Lord because I realized my sin and how much it was hurting him. And then also seeing his heart even in my sin and the things that he did that I didn't even ask him to do that he wasn't even asking me to do him me to do he did it because he knew what I would need at a certain point in my life and that at that moment when I reached out to him I will understand the decisions that he made for me that will cause me to change my life drastically to live for him and I think in knowing that and, and going that route and just desiring to be immersed in his presence and desiring his desires, that what he desires for me, he will give me. And like I said earlier, when he does, it's a signifier of his goodness, of his mercy, of his grace. God, I just feel like I just want to cry now because I'm just like, that's deep for me to know that my God is enough. He's enough for you. He's enough for me. And that the things that he blesses us with 
is his favor, is his goodness, because it's not that we really deserve these things. The way that we treat him on a day-to-day basis with our decisions, with our thoughts. We, <laughs> the scriptures say that the wages of sin equals death. That's what we deserve when we could countlessly intentionally sin against God time after time, especially when we're ignorant. We don't even know that we're sinning until somebody points it out or we read about it in the word or whatever the case may be, or it's spoken over the pulpit and you're like, oh, I've been doing this. I didn't even know. And it's one thing to be ignorant and then choose to still be ignorant, but then it's another thing to be ignorant and then told the truth and then therefore make a change. Because that that's your that's well that's the difference between worldly sorrow and godly sorrow. And you can look that up in the Bible. And you can find that in Second Corinthians seven, uh starting in verse ten. And you just read the difference between what godly sorrow brings and what worldly sorrow brings. But yeah, um that's just made much more clear to me in this moment, especially to the thought I had earlier that I was sharing with some of my friends and seeking advice on that I'll probably go more in depth in the next next episode because I want to continue to dig deeper in that before I share anything on my heart for that matter because it's something I'm thinking through personally. But I think just even in this moment, like is what is refreshing that's coming from my mouth right now, which I feel like it's the Holy Spirit speaking through me, is that understanding that... <laughs> I don't deserve half the things that I desire, but because of God is who he is, that he doesn't treat me like I deserve to be treated because of his grace, solely because of his grace and mercy. Um, that's just That just blew my mind. Um, yes, so that brings me to my second point. Go on adventures. Go on adventures, travel the world, read a new book in the Bible, read a book, you know, look up, Google some things to do, you know, create a bucket list, do what you can to live your best life. Am I saying that you can't live your best life while you're dating and you're, um, you know, engaged and married? No, because... (laughs) Trust me, y'all. Let me tell you something. The married people that I get time with, the trips that they be going on, I be like, dang, man, I wish I could come. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes they be slick trying to invite me, but then I'm like, I don't even know if I want to come because I don't know what y'all talk about because I already get a glimpse of that every now and then. Um, So to be in that environment, yeah, you know, have fun. You know, I'll join you when I get there, basically. But they have fun. You know, and I I think that when I focus less on, like, the desire to be there, it helps me to focus more on, like, I can have fun right now, you know, and not, I think, even getting to a place, too, is just, like, like learning to be with yourself um, and doing things for yourself helps so, so, so much because it even lessens the the um the chances of you trying to look for that happiness in someone else because you're not going to find it. I'm going to tell you that right now. Happiness is found within you. It's found within you. You are dependent on your own happiness, not anybody else. And so that's why I feel like even for this past year, I feel like 
what is so much more invigorating in my life is that I love going to the movies by myself. I love taking myself out to eat. I love traveling by myself. Um, and this is not like a, you know, I love traveling with people and I do. Um, but it's just something about like not having to have people to have fun and not having to have people around to be happy. And it's letting go of even this mindset that I've always had, like, if you're happy, I'm happy. Because a lot of the times in serving people in that way, it was draining because I really didn't have any boundaries. You know, I wasn't, you know, taking care of myself. There wasn't a balance. It was like, I'm here for you, I'm here for you, I'm here for you. And I wasn't there enough for myself, so I was, like, running on E. My tank was empty So at times. And I'm still trying to give to this person or give to these people, and I have, I have, I'm not, I have not yet been field so as I digress and stop talking so fast because I got really excited as you can tell um, really take the proper time to fill yourself up with the things that you want to do the things that you love doing and if you don't know that please take the time to find that out because I get it I understand I've I've been there before where even like the hardest question for me to answer or one of the hardest questions for me to answer in life was what do you like? And you would think that people would be like I like this I like that, but what I find is that it's easier to find the things that you don't like about yourself than the things that you actually do like about yourself. And sometimes you be like, well, shouldn't the, the things that you like is opposite of what you don't like? But a lot of the times the things that I don't like are the things that I'm quick to point out is the ugliness of my heart. And it's, I'm so focused on that. I'm so clouded by that that I can't even think about anything opposite of it to even think about even physical or material things that I enjoy doing or enjoy, you know, watching or enjoy, you know, seeing or whatever the case may be. I don't have that problem anymore. Like, if you ask me that question in person, I can list off of things, I list off a name of things right there on the spot. But that wasn't always the case. But it was because I took the time to assess my past relationships, things that I did not enjoy, things that I actually did enjoy, you know, things that I found attractive, things that I didn't find attractive, things that I learned about that person or through that person, whether it was sports teams or whether it was, you know, video games or whether it was, you know, TV shows or whatever the case may be. It's like I had to really assess and think about those things like, did I like it because I really did enjoy it when they introduced it to me? Or like, am I, you know, holding on to it because it reminds me of this person? Or like, did I just like it for the sake of, you know, appeasing to that person and really trying to get into their world, even if it's not something that I personally enjoyed? So, you know, and I think some of those things were rooted in just like the manipulation and, you know, just like, you know, the desire becoming distorted to a point where it's like you mention things it's like I'm intentional about doing these things because I want you to notice me but now it's more of like okay I want to be really intentional and genuine and encouraging you so I'm going to ask questions and I'm also going to you know assess my motives in doing so so that it doesn't come out of a place of um, you know manipulation or whatever you know you name it fill in the blank and now I, when I'm doing this from a genuine space and I have no expectation and, and I'm just really, you know, at the core trying to encourage you based on what you've shared, then it becomes a, 
a refreshing moment when it's like, oh, I wasn't even expecting that because this was my heart. My heart was like, I had no expectations. I wanted to do this because I solely wanted to encourage you. And so when I get that re reciprocation, you know, and it's not something that's expected, I'm like, that was, that was so sweet, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like there was some really good things that, I've said today, and I'm I'm excited to go back and listen to it because I know it's gonna bless my life over and over again. Um, but yeah, this is the two biggest things I've said a lot, but the two biggest things, and encompassing everything that I said is just while you're waiting, prepare, build those relationships, seek out those relationships, insert yourself into those relationships, and ask as many questions as you possibly can. Um, and, and alongside that is go on adventures. You have the liberty with within your means, because I don't want you out here, you know, spinach record. Well, Melody from Mind Your Own said that I need to go on these trips. And, you know, I'm not telling you to go out here and recklessly spend your money either. Um, but go on adventures with God, and not all of the adventures you need to go on, with God or just a venture you need to go on, period, takes money. You know, is explore new things, discover new things about yourself. Um, take quizzes, take what whatever you need to do to find out what you like so that you can come to a place where you love you, you are happy with you alone, and that the person that you're desiring, will, you will meet another 100% person. It's 100-100, not 50-50. And I, I feel like I'm going to save that conversation for another time because I want to bring in my friends, Brittany and Steve, because we really had a really, really good conversation on that yesterday. And he gave some really good examples. And I would love for him to really share his heart and the things that he was saying. And I just would love for them to share their story. Maybe that's what I need to do. I, during this dating series, I'm going to bring in some of my married friends just to, one, just so that y'all can be blessed and encouraged just as much as I've been blessed and encouraged by having the conversations with them. But, you know, sometimes, like, you don't really know where to start or you don't know the people to talk to um, to get this advice. So I'm going to bring the advice to you. So over the next week or so, I'm going to just be getting questions from you guys, things that you want answered, things that you want to explore, things that you've been on your heart and questions that you've had that you want to gain a different perspective from married people, dating people, whatever the case may be. This is going to be our opportunity to be able to ask those questions and I'm going to have them on at some point throughout this series so that they can share their heart with you. Um, I'm excited about this. Yes, come on. Woo. Um, come on, Holy Spirit. That's okay. I'm excited. I'm really excited now. So, yeah, um, preparation and going on adventures and everything that I've said in between. Um, I hope that it's something that will encourage you to continue to um, push you forward in your endeavors. Um, and, you know, I would end it like this, which I really don't want to. It's like, you know, but. Dating is not promised, you know, and I think that's what going back to the why that I was saying earlier is like I didn't become a disciple of Christ. I didn't make Jesus Lord, you know, with the hopes that I will be married or that I will be dating. I made Jesus Lord because ultimately I want to be in heaven. And the things that he gives me in between and getting there is uh, 
signifier of his goodness. I'm not going to let that go. That I'm, I'm going to put that on the front of my phone, actually. So um, be grateful today. Um, stay positive. Stay in the fight. Keep, you know, fighting for his goodness in your life. And really just seek to enjoy this life of singleness, you know, to be content and be at peace uh, with whatever situations may arise or occur in this life and in the next life. And, yeah, so that is my spiel. And, uh, yeah, I'm just going to end it right here. That was a little, little dry ending there. Are you looking for affordable jewelry? Or you just started wearing jewelry and you need to know where to find quality yet inexpensive items? Well, I have the solution for you, MLB Accessories. Miranda is an independent consultant for paparazzi jewelry and it's only $5, I repeat, only $5. She has necklaces and each necklace comes with a set of earrings. She has bracelets, rings, and so much more. She also has accessories for men as well. So go to mlbaccessories.com and shop away. She also goes live every Tuesday and Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on her Facebook page, MLB Accessories. Um, So please go and support because this is honestly where I get my jewelry from and I have not been disappointed. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of Mind Your Own. This was a good episode for me. I'm excited to listen back to this one. And I, There's some nuggets that I've already kind of are keeping near and dear my heart already. It was definitely a blessing to my soul today. Come on, Holy Spirit. Thank you for speaking through me. Thank you for allowing me to speak to those who are listening right now as I am learning the balance of taking care of myself and serving other people and just growing in this good old vulnerability while seeking God's love. Um, That is what this is all about. And I'm just taking you along this journey, man. You know, one day I'll have a, a episode where I'll actually be dating. And you can see all the manifestation of the things that I've been doing. So keep your girl in prayers. You know, pray that God's will be done in my life. That the desires that I have on my heart would be the desires that he has for me. And that when he places it in my life, that are a reminder of his goodness. Because I know that he's already enough. Woo! Come on. So... Yes, if you have not already and you are listening right now, please leave a rating or a review. This is like SEO for podcasters. This is how people find me. Uh, This is how people find good stuff to listen to, especially those who are desiring to date right now or just feel like this singleness is a waiting game and it's for the birds. Um, Help change their mind with a different perspective. You just never know what people might be out there looking for. And, yeah, yeah. And how you can be helpful for that. So if you feel like, oh, man, this reminded me of so-and-so, send it to so-and-so. Let them be blessed, too. Let them be encouraged as well. If you're someone who just even wants to dig deeper into a relationship with God and, you know, really grow to have his perspective on everything that you do in this life, you know, hit me up at 
themindyourownpodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram and Facebook at mindyourownpodcast. I am open and free and available to sit down with you and dig deep and let's just learn from each other and grow together and just be our best for Christ. All right, guys, that is all for this episode. I will talk to you all on next Wednesday. Peace.